everyone. Welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hankwist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. I'm here to take you from imagining your future possibilities and turning them into actual realities. I've taken everything I've learned over the course of six years of bodybuilding and have combined it with my 16 years of experience of being a busy working mom to create the best nutrition and fitness strategies. Now I'm bringing all that I've learned over to you through Envision Nutrition and giving you pieces of it through this very podcast. I'll be releasing a new episode every single Tuesday morning, so be sure to subscribe and turn on your notifications because you don't want to miss a thing. necessarily a thing that people don't necessarily know how to cook. I think it's, they just um, have gone so long with sort of taking the easy, quick way out, which is of course getting fast food or eating something out of a processed box or, you know, that kind of a thing. And so I wanted to lay out my strategy for you guys on how I food prep so that I always become, or that I am always prepared. Um, you know, busyness comes up throughout the week and there's always going to be a reason for us to not be prepared. And so I wanted to come up with a strategy for you guys that has worked for me for honestly, probably like the past five years throughout ball games, throughout busy seasons, throughout transitions in life, um, all different phases. This strategy has worked for me every single time. Um, you know, I'm going to start at the very beginning when I first started to quote unquote eat clean, or I guess if you will, this bodybuilding sort of lifestyle. And I would spend an entire weekend afternoon preparing food for the whole week. As most of you may know, I had a career in the insurance industry where I built my um, insurance agency and I worked in an office setting every single day. Um, you know, I did the eight to five. It was not just eight to five. A lot of times it was later than that or earlier than that. Um, but I'd work in that office setting and so I would have to have food prepared. And one thing that has really, that really helped me get through that week was spending some time over the weekends to get food prepared for my entire week. Um, but I quickly realized that one of two things would happen. One, when I would run out of my prepared food on Friday, my entire week of progress would be blown because of eating out or choosing poor quality foods, um, you know, after the Friday when my food was all gone. And I was unprepared for the weekend, basically. And I'm here to tell you that it doesn't matter how quote unquote air quotes here, good you are during the week, you can certainly undo your entire week and go backwards by having a bad weekend. So just because you're good all week long does not give you the justification or a free card to even have one completely bad day. Even one completely bad day can undo everything for an entirely good week. Um, or Another thing that would happen is what if we had ball games or disruption or something going on during the entire weekend and I didn't have that huge chunk of time to prepare food? Well, then I would have a, a terrible week because I was just completely unprepared for that entire week. So the whole week would turn out poorly or I'd have low quality food or fast foods because then again, I wasn't prepared for that. 
So how did I change this without basically staying up until 2 a.m. to cook food or without going through these ridiculous endeavors to try to have food prepared, I learned how to food prep properly. And I'm going to explain this entire process to you. So go ahead and get out something to take notes. A lot of times when I'm on my phone, I will pull up an email and I will send myself an email with notes that I want to jot down because I always seem to lose little tiny pieces of paper. So I'm going to start with letting you guys know that take baby steps and don't be afraid to fail because a lot of times we learn the most from when we do fail or when we don't do it right. A lot of times you're not going to do it perfectly from the start. It's not going to go great the first several times you do it. But if you keep trying and if you keep sticking it out pretty soon, just like anything, it's going to seem very simple and very easy. But you have to start with being a beginner. So what I did is we basically wasted a lot of food for quite some time because learning what foods that we eat, foods that we don't really eat, um, you know, so many times we'd waste things like fresh lettuces or fresh produce um, because we are a grab and go kind of family. We'd always opt for what was in the freezer. One thing that I have learned that we almost always go through is chopped shredded style lettuce um, or romaine chopped up in small pieces, but we have to chop it up right away when we get it or it doesn't happen. And it takes about five minutes, not even, to chop up a whole um, several bunches of romaine. And, And I always have these big giant plastic salad containers that we can fill up and store in our spare fridge. So that's just one example of something that we wasted time and time again before finding something that the whole family enjoys that we don't waste that we can always have on hand and prepared. Another thing was that I would make a lot of potatoes ahead of time. Well, nobody would eat potatoes. It was just not really that good of a thing to eat left over. At least that's the experience that I have in in our household. And so week after week after week, we would waste potatoes. And so now I don't prepare potatoes ahead of time anymore. Same thing with meats. The list goes on. There would be multiple food items that we would waste and end up making other choices because it just it wasn't good left over or it was just something that we wouldn't eat. And so we had to kind of go through this transitional phase of figuring out what those choices were and figuring out what worked for our family. And every family is going to be different. Your family might absolutely thrive on certain things that my family wouldn't necessarily even want to touch. So finding out what works for you and your family is going to be huge. What are some things that everybody enjoys that everybody will eat? Well, in our household, it's grilled chicken. We will almost always go through grilled chicken. We will almost always go through um, pre-cooked ground meat. And so we always have two, actually, I think it's like four pounds of ground beef and turkey. I always mix the two together because um, I don't want to always be going through our grass-fed beef that we get from the butcher. And so I will mix it with two pounds of lean ground turkey. Now, you want to make sure the meat that you are cooking to prepare for your entire week is not something that's like 80-20 beef, because then you're going to go have way too many saturated fats throughout your week, and it's just not healthy for you, um, just from a complete health standpoint. Saturated fats, while there has been new research to suggest they aren't as bad as we think, 
However, they still have um, components of raising your cholesterol and blood pressure. So keeping saturated fats to a minimum, therefore keeping your prepared food on hand as lean protein sources, which is why most often I will go for um, a lean ground turkey and a lean ground beef. And when I say lean beef, I'm talking nothing fattier than 93% lean. So those are most often the two kinds of meats that we always have prepared. What do we do with this meat? A lot of times we have them for lunch. Um, So we have you know, a high school student athlete. We've got my husband who eats a ridiculous amount of protein and then myself who also eats a ridiculous amount of protein for my size. So we go through a lot of meat for our lunches and then there's always going to be one, two, maybe three nights during the week that I am not going to cook. I either don't feel like it, I don't have time to cook, or I just, again, don't feel like it. So that is when that prepared meat also comes in handy. Another thing that I will always, always have on hand is um, like pre-cooked meat, whether that is pre-cooked chicken in the freezer that I can pull out and just microwave or at um, like the wholesale grocery stores. You can purchase large, um, like two pound quantities of pulled chicken. And I always have several on hand. I keep a couple in the freezer. I keep one in the refrigerator. I always trade it out when I use one um, for one that is in the freezer. So that we always have one thought out and ready. This is kind of our plan B or last ditch effort, which I will get into plan B a little bit later on here. But meat sources is vital to... um, achieving your goals and always being prepared. The second thing that we always have on hand cooked is rice and um, brown rice and white rice. So we always have white rice around our activity time, around our workout time. Uh, White rice is a really amazing source of just simple carbohydrate that doesn't have sugar in it that you can have around your um, activity time. And then brown rice, I always have it kind of at lunchtime or when I'm not going to be quite as active, it's a slower digesting rice. And so we have an Instapot, one of the big ones, and we always make four cups of each at a time. So we always have huge containers of chicken, huge containers of ground beef slash turkey, huge containers of brown rice, and a huge container of white rice on hand at all times. When we start to get low on one, which we pretty much make four cups of white rice every single day, you guys, also, you're not going to be having the quantities that our family has. And so you can take all of this that I'm telling you and do it in a smaller scale and and take it for what your family needs. You don't have to go near to the extent that our family goes to, but this is just for your own, um, I guess, take pieces of it for what is going to work for your family. What So once I started to make these changes, it was like just such a huge game changer in just how we were overall prepared. Um, Like I said, I didn't make this change overnight, but, you know, before I began realizing what my hiccups were and when it came down to finally, it was just one simple answer that I was never always prepared. So that's why I developed this current strategy of food prep and now I could literally I could not tell you the last time that I was not prepared. Um, It may not always be like a gourmet style um, type of food that I plate up, um, but it it may be very monotonous as well. But I am 99% of the time always prepared. I don't say 100 because nothing is ever 100%. So how did I get this way? 
I started using what I like to call my small minutes. I realized that I don't have giant chunks of time consistently every single um, Sunday afternoon or whatever day that looks like. I never consistently had one huge chunk of time to be able to do this. Uh, With three kids, we have a lot of activities going on. My husband and I are both entrepreneurs. We just have a lot going on. And so there was never just an always consistent time to be able to do this. So I got this all or nothing mentality out of my head and realized, you know what? I just have to meet myself where I'm at and use the time that I do actually have. Maybe it was 20 minutes over a lunch break. Maybe it was um, an extra 30 minutes in the evening right after I was done cooking dinner. Or maybe it was a half hour before I started cooking dinner. I just found these little tiny um, small minutes of time where I could throw rice in the rice cooker and then leave and do whatever you know work I was going to do and then come back and put it in a container. Or I would throw some chicken on the grill while I'm cooking dinner and and then I'd have grilled chicken for the week. Or I would throw, you know, whatever whatever that looked like. But worst case scenario, I always have something available. And so if we start to get low on, let's say rice, for example, I know that within the next day or even the evening, I'm going to have to make more rice. And that way it's a 10 minute job instead of this three hour job that I'm dreading. And so utilizing these small minutes of time was a huge game changer for me. So now that we have always gotten our food prepared in the um, containers that are in our fridge, how do we ensure that once those are gone, we're ready for the next? So we have a spare refrigerator and in the spare refrigerator, I have a giant sheet tray with meats that I have pulled from the freezer. And when I take one of those meats off of that tray, I take one out of the freezer and put it in its place. So that way I always have meat on rotation because protein sources are typically the first thing that are going to get eaten up first. Um, And they're also the thing that's going to go bad. So I don't want to leave stuff out there for too long. So if you know you're not going to be using it within a couple of days, then you may not want to leave it out. Or if you're going to be going on vacation, then you want to have your plan B options instead. And I'll talk about those plan Bs here in a minute. But having these meats on rotation was the biggest game changer for me. Because what would happen is when I ran out of food, I would be like, oh my God, all I have is meat in the freezer. I don't want to eat thought out meat. I don't know, something about just thought out meat. Yeah, I'll do it if I have to, but it's not the greatest. So when I started doing this sheet tray trick where I would put um, frozen meat in the place of the thought out meat, then that would allow me to be able to pull that out really quick, cook it up, It takes maybe 15 minutes to cook up ground beef and throw it in a container and keep it in the fridge so that you're ready. Uh, But when I started doing this rotation, that's when things really started changing. So having these big containers of food cooked and all ready to go in the fridge allows me to be prepared ahead of time. And then what I will do is knowing the food goal that I have for the following day, I will take five minutes the night before and figure out what I'm going to eat the next day. 
During the week, this is imperative. We are busy. We have careers. We have kids' activities. We have a lot going on. We don't need to spend brain power trying to figure out our food or last-ditch effort, go-eat-fast-food, low-quality food that's going to make you feel sluggish and tired and low on energy and also put on body fat that you don't need to be eating. So having this food prepared ahead of time allows me to understand and know exactly what I'm going to be having. So I will, the day before, I will put my food into my fitness pal and I will estimate what I'm going to have the following day. This leaves the guesswork out of it and it allows me to stay on track a lot more easily. A lot of times when we give ourselves too many options, we overthink it, we justify, we we then get to where we don't want to eat what we have on hand because that doesn't sound good. Whereas if during the busy seasons, you can literally treat food like fuel and just go through it, then you are going to be able to stay on track when it may have been more difficult. So I will get my containers out that morning. I will get my little small container that I'm going to take with me on the go. I will get my food scale. I will measure out however many ounces of rice I need, however many ounces of meat I need. If I need to have some fats on there, I might have one of those little avocado cups with it, or I might drizzle on some oil, or I might have some like pistachios that I sprinkle on top, whatever it is. Um, And then I have my meal ready to go for lunch, and that takes five minutes to put together. But let's say that, for example... um, Maybe you're going on a trip and then obviously you don't want to have food sitting out while you're on a trip and you're not going to be eating food that's been sitting out for days um, in your refrigerator that's too old to be eating. So let's say that, for example, you're in a bind, you just came home from vacation and you don't have anything prepared. Well, now what do you do? This is where your plan B options come in hand. And what are plan B options? Plan B options are things that are not as perishable as, let's say, raw chicken sitting in the refrigerator or cooked chicken sitting in the refrigerator. So things like um, at, like I talked about earlier, the Whole Foods um, or the wholesaler food store like Sam's Club or Costco, they have pre-cooked smoked pulled chicken or smoked pulled pork, or they have all kinds of other different options. I've seen carnitas. I've seen um, grilled chicken tenders that you can literally purchase from the freezer section. So they have all these different kinds of meats available and you just pop them into the microwave and they are ready to go. So make sure you have a plan B protein source. Is that going to be chicken or pulled pork or, you know, what is that going to be that you can always have on hand and just pull out? um, Sometimes it's a tuna packet for me that you can just pull out of the refrigerator or the freezer toss in the microwave and you're good to go. Um, Another thing that I always have on hand are the 90 second rice packets because they take 90 seconds to cook. They are very expensive. They, in my opinion, have um, processed preservatives in them. So that's why I don't generally get my entire source from them. The cost effectiveness is completely ridiculous compared to a 50 pound bag of uncooked rice. So making sure that you have your plan B's on hand, 
um, whatever that looks like for you. So that when you come home from vacation, you have time to get your crap together and get stuff laid back out into your um, refrigerator or run to the store and get food that's already thought out and get to cooking. Um, this doesn't need to be anything crazy. You don't need to take three hours of your day to get food prepared. No, you need to take 20 minutes here, 30 minutes there, 15 minutes over here to a little bit at a time, always have these things prepared or have your plan B so that you are always prepared. Absolute worst case scenario, you can run to the grocery store, buy some rotisserie chicken and a salad kit and a 90 second rice packet. And that is going to take you the same amount of time as it's going to take you to go through the drive through. So what happens when like these are all great, right? These are all perfect in a perfect scenario, perfect world. You've been doing it forever. I don't have the ability to do this. And remember what I said at the beginning, this isn't going to happen overnight. These are going to be small steps of action that you're going to learn over time. You're going to learn what works for you over time. And eventually one day it's going to click. And most of the time you're going to be on point. Are we all still going to have those little bits of time where we're not on point? Absolutely. You're human. It's going to happen. But remember what I always say, it's what happens most of the time that matters, not sometimes. So don't forget that part. But let's say worst case scenario, you just don't feel like it. Let's say you're exhausted. It's been a long day. You don't have any of your plan A's and you certainly don't have any of your plan B's. So what are we going to do next? Let's say that we do have to go get fast food or eat at a restaurant. Always, always, always plan your meal around your protein. Opt for a salad. Opt for a grilled chicken sandwich with nothing on it except for the veggies and get a side salad. The french fries are going to be what really hurts you. The fatty meats like the burger is going to be what really hurts you. So really always try to opt for a lean protein. If you're going to a restaurant, try to get some kind of a plain steak, a plain chicken, a plain fish. Try to ask them to um, not douse it in butter, to hold the butter really light or light on the oil. That's what I usually ask for. Load up on the veggies, load up on the water. And oftentimes, if you would just go for a walk before making a fast food decision or something of that sort, you're going to get a lot more energy from it. So you can clear your head, you can decide, okay, What's more important right now, me being tired and sitting on the couch or me um, going for a walk, clearing my head and then making the right choices later. Oftentimes, if we can take a step back from our immediate um, thought process, so let's say at the end of the day, after a busy, long working day, you got the family hanging on you, you don't know what you're going to make, your willpower is at its lowest. So pop in some gum, pop in some headphones, chug some water, go on a short 10 minute walk if you have to, but regroup. We oftentimes go straight from a busy work day straight into the kitchen when our willpower is at its absolute lowest and then we expect ourselves to make a good decision. No, that's going to be the hardest time for you to make a good decision. So trying to step away for a moment and get yourself put together Have a conversation with yourself. What's the most important thing to me right now? Is it having this immediate gratification of stuffing my face with with Cheez-Its or goldfish crackers? Or do I need to take a moment and go for a short, quick walk, even though it's maybe not the nicest day outside, and regroup? 
A lot of times we just need to take that pause so that we can regroup, gain just a little bit of willpower and make the right decisions. So what have we learned on this podcast today? I just want to review it for you. Always have food on rotation, whether that's having a second fridge where you can have a sheet tray with meat thawing out so that when you use one, you have another in its place getting ready to thaw out for a couple days later. Always have a couple of options on hand, whether that's ground beef, turkey, shrimp, chicken, chicken tenders, whatever that looks like for you. Always have some kind of a carbohydrate source on hand and fat sources on hand as well. Plan your food ahead of time. Maybe it's even the day before. And then also have a plan B. What does your plan B look like? Maybe it's a microwavable pulled chicken that you can heat up in eight minutes um, along with a 90 second rice packet. There's a whole delicious meal right there for you. Um, And then worst case scenario, at least make a good choice at the restaurant or the fast food place and make sure it's not a very often thing. Remember, it's not what happens sometimes that matters. It's what happens most of the time that counts. Make sure you are stepping away, taking a pause, Is this really what I want to be doing right now? Go for a little walk, drink a glass of water, pop in some headphones and make sure, you know, that is the decision you want to be making. Does this decision align with my long-term goals? Ask yourself these questions, gain yourself some willpower before stuffing your face with things at your lowest point of your willpower of your entire day. All right, guys, I thank you so much for listening. I hope you gained some information during this podcast today. And if you like this episode, please be sure to tune in every single Tuesday morning. Don't forget to subscribe, turn on your notifications because you don't want to miss a beat. It also help out a lot if you could please leave a review. I'd love it if you shared this podcast, your Instagram story, your Facebook page, or any of your other social media platforms out there so that I can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. I so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high and keep each step attainable.